You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovic as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to this session of the ASDS Medicine Podcast. I am Alberto, and I have Paulina here with me. Hello. Have you guys noticed that increasingly the best athletes in the world are not necessarily the youngest? Just think about it. Dara Torres, age 41, was the oldest swimmer to earn a place on the U.S. Olympic team. Tom Brady, also age 41, still arguably today the best quarterback in the NFL. Paulina, besides yourself, can you think of anybody else? Ha, yes, I've got plenty. What about Mev Keflisigi, at 38, the oldest to win the Boston Marathon since 1930? Or Joe Pavey, becoming in 2014 the oldest female European 10,000-meter champion at the age of 40? Uh, or the hockey star Jaromir Jagr, who kept on leading his team to victory at the age of 44? And then there is also that tennis player, um, I think he's Swiss. Mm, I think you mean Roger, Roger Federer. He goes by the name of Goat, greatest of all time. He is in fact the oldest man to top the ATP rankings at 37 years old and also the oldest to win a Grand Slam title since Ken Roswell in 1972. And it doesn't look like he wants to slow down at all. Wow, these guys are just incredible. But it cannot just be pure talent. There must be something else. Um, I think there are many factors that could be making a positive difference in the longevity of an athlete. For example... It looks to me that more than age, what limits athletes' performance in later stages of their careers is injuries. So, how can athletes minimize the risk of injuries? Well, surely there is some genetics and individual proneness to injuries. That has to be taken into consideration too. But I think you're in the right spot, Paulina. Injury prevention is key to longevity, as it is a fact that body repairing mechanisms get slower and slower with age. That is why recovery management is such an important part in general for athletes, but even more so at older ages when, let's say, 20 or 15 years of careers have already taken a big toll on the body. But let me add that this is true for athletes who are recovering from injuries, but also as a general rule of conduct. Sleep and rest are integrating parts of the training itself. Sleep is in fact the foundation of recovery and critical to the management of athletic training regimens. Wait, so... Are you saying that while I sleep, I'm also training? I love sleeping. These are all fair points, Alberto, but we haven't touched on the psychological side yet. Older athletes develop a stronger awareness of the limits of their bodies. This means not rushing to come back to the game after an injury and also taking time off from competition when needed. Oh, yeah. Think about Federer. In mid-2016, well, he was actually already 35 years old almost, he was constantly on and off his best shape due to back issues, and then he was recovering from a torn meniscus, suffered at the end of the, at the beginning of the year. Therefore, playing tournaments, yes, but not at 
And then, after the loss in Wimbledon semi-final, he decided to just pull the plug for the rest of the year. And then, he came back fully recovered and rejuvenated, both in body and in spirit, and 2017 was among the most successful years of his career. Well, I believe this leads us to another crucial concept related to longevity of athletes, which is smart training, which means knowing yourself, having short and long-term plans, having team, uh, the best team of professionals around you, and adapting to your training as you get older uh, are all factors that play in favor of a long career. Oh yes, you are right. For example, marathoner Mev Keflisigi noticed that he required more recovery time between hard efforts as he got older, so he lengthened his training week cycle from seven days to nine, and also modified his second easy run of the day with a longer low-impact cross-training session, which proves that quality is better than quantity. Mm. But since we are speaking of endurance, do you think that the nature of sport then makes a difference? Oh, yes. Research shows that in endurance sports, peak age increases for longer events. When performance is determined mainly by explosive power and sprint ability, like in gymnastics, for example, uh, the peak age is younger. Meanwhile, older athletes are mostly found in sports requiring endurance and higher level of tactical skills. Um, this is in part due to the fact that Fast twitch fibers in muscles that produce speed deteriorate before the slow twitch fibers that endurance athletes count on. And a fiber that once had fast twitch capabilities is converted to a slow twitch fiber. Then this fiber is now an endurance fiber. Well, we've been through a few interesting factors and after considering them all, I think it makes sense that we are seeing more older athletes. The advantages that they accumulate from experience and maturity are so great that if you can just take away physical decline from the equation or just push it back the horizon a bit more, we'll be seeing uh, even more of them. Also, if you consider the ever-increasing level of technology available to training practices and techniques, this trend can only get stronger. There's so much going on right now if you think about it. Advancements in gear and equipment, data analytics to track performance, allowing a better understanding of the areas of the improvement, well, all this gives me hope and confidence going forward because I wouldn't want, wouldn't want to stop practicing the sport that I love. I want to keep going as long as I can. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org. <laughs>